Have you had the chance to look into the details around the city's new Westbrook local area plan? Well, if you didn't get a chance to just flip through the 134-page plan as of yet, the co-lead planners for the project are in studio with us to talk about the scope and impact and what it all means. Good morning to Peter Shrivers and Christine Candle-Brunen, both planners with the City of Calgary. And uh, thank you both for coming in and joining us in studio this morning, nice and early. Appreciate it. And thanks for having us. Thank you. Okay, so let's begin with the Westbrook local area plan. We'll start with you, um, Peter, and talk about sort of what areas or what space within the city does this encompass and why we even need to come up with a new plan for it. Yeah, so this the area is is, is basically bounded by Bow River to the north, Crowchild Trail to the uh, to the east, Sarcy Trail to the west, and then Richmond Road and 33rd Avenue to the south. And there's, there's 10 communities in there, so things like Wildwood and Killarney and, and Glendale. And really the reason for the plan is that these communities are experiencing growth. And uh, over the last few years, they've seen more and they're going to see more over the next few decades and so really having a plan gives these communities a little bit more certainty about where that growth is going to happen um, and also just how, how the city is going to change with them. So things like uh, improvements to mobility, improvements to parks is really what the plan outlines. These are older communities. So, Christine, I'll throw mm-hmm. this question at you. Was, was this uh, chosen, this cluster of communities, because of the age of them? Or is this something that is a, a refresh, so to speak, happens throughout the entire city and it just happens to be time for the Westbrook area? Uh, So it's a bit of both. Uh, So the local area planning program is fairly new in terms of planning from a multi-community perspective. So the first local area plan that was completed uh, two years ago, I guess now, uh, would have been the North Hill Communities Local Area Plan. So just kind of north of the Bow River. Uh, And so Westbrook is actually the second in a pilot program for these multi-community local area plans. So it was, um, as Peter indicated, it was chosen partly because there are redevelopment pressures that are ongoing, but also uh, because it is a mix of both inner city and established communities. So kind of ranging um, in in a span of age. So it was specifically chosen uh, to, I guess, explore how redevelopment occurs within these communities of, of varying age ranges as well. So, Peter, when you're putting a plan like this together, obviously huge scope. So is, it, is there a lot of community engagement or do you start to put the, the parameters of the plan together and then take it to the community? What does that exactly look like? Yeah, it, it's definitely a very big public engagement uh, process. And I, I would say for me and Christine, that's probably most of what we do is public engagement. And really, this 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 plan took a kind of multi-phased approach. We had we had four phases of public engagement that we kind of started the, at the very start with just you know the vision and the goals and the concepts, like what people want to see change in their community. And then we kind of go into into concepts and then drafts and then and into the final plan. And through that entire process, we have multiple touch points with with all kind of different stakeholders in the area and getting feedback from them and making revisions mm-hmm. to the plan as we go through. So the so the community can really see the plan change as it goes through that process. Speaking with Christine Candle-Brunen and Peter Shrivers, uh, planners for the uh, local area planning, the city of Calgary. Uh, I'm not sure who wants to uh, answer this one, but with increased density, obviously it makes sense, comes increased traffic. That's something that has to be addressed. What is being done and are these communities already set up for the amount of, uh, well, density that we'd like to see perhaps increased in some of these communities? Yeah, um, so, so first of all, there's there kind of the talk about growth and density. And for a lot of these communities, it, it isn't actually growth that we're talking about. A lot of them, they've they've actually their populations have declined quite significantly. So places like Wildwood has have lost 37 percent of its population. So really, we're talking about just recovering the populations of these areas. And of course, with any kind of growth and change, there's going to be traffic, um, and that's something we look at and something that we. We, we, as we go through and try to improve and, and identify kind of key areas where we need to make improvements. So for instance, we 
you know, we highlight in the plan things like Bow Trail on 45th, uh, Bow Trail on 33rd, Bow Trail on 37th, obviously. <laughs> Bow, Bow Trail being, a, you know, a, a big issue, especially from a uh, safety perspective. We've heard from these communities that things like uh, pedestrian safety crossing those areas is, is really pertinent. And so that's something we've highlighted for kind of future improvements in the area. Christine, community organizations have some concerns about, you know, row houses or four-story apartment blocks. And we hear about that in in lots of different communities around the city. So if communities show concerns about things like this, but we do need to create more housing in, in a city, a growing city like Calgary, how do you kind of deal with that sort of thing? Absolutely. So it is trying to strike a balance um, between those varying perspectives. And I think even within public input, we heard a variety of perspectives. So there's absolutely people who want everything to stay the same, who don't want to see their communities mm-hmm. change. These are beloved communities. So we we absolutely understand that perspective. And at the other end, we did hear from people who felt the plan wasn't aggressive enough and didn't go far enough to try to strike that balance. So it is I think really trying to achieve that balance between public perspectives, but then also balancing other aspects. So the city does have policies that indicate, you know, over the next 45 or so years, citywide, 50% of growth should go within already developed areas and 50% should be within greenfield. So it's really trying to move the needle a little bit uh, to try to achieve those while also trying to balance uh, that concern uh, with that, you know, people wanting to keep their Mm -hmm. communities or aspects of their communities the same as they are now consultations, the meetings, and then we've got professional planners like yourselves involved. We have this 134-page report, and that's great to, to, to maybe see some depictions and, and to read these words, but what are residents going to see first? What are the changes that they're going to notice physically with this plan? Yeah, I think there's there's a number of changes, and some of them are, they're seen already. So as you probably know, there's the improvements we've been doing in the area, like the 17th Avenue and the 37th Street Main Street improvements, so improvements to kind of pedestrian infrastructure and and uh, things like that. And then we're going to continue to see that as we go forward. So just other areas, areas we've kind of highlighted 45th Street being one and 26th Avenue, two more corridors that we talked about in terms of improvements. And they're also going to just see development applications in the area. They've already, they're already seeing them. All these communities are seeing development uh, applications, but in, but going forward, they're going to see how those applications fit within the plan and how they, they kind of meet that same vision. Do you guys deal with safety concerns, for example? I mean, a bit of a delicate subject, maybe how to put it properly, but, you know, like you look at a Westbrook Mall, there's a C-Train station there as well. We all know there have been issues with C-Train stations throughout the city of Calgary. When you look at something like that, is that something that you think about in terms of planning and how that's going to change, Christine? Yeah, so I think um, the way that planning affects that would be through principles uh, like crime prevention through environmental design. So there are uh, certain ways that you can build and develop uh, in order to have more eyes on the street, more activity in the area that will help to address some of those concerns. So that would be the lens that that planning sort of addresses those issues through. You know, with with 10 communities involved here, and uh, again, many different moving parts as far as it's not just one thing that wants to be uh, that's going to be addressed do we have a time frame to completion with this pilot project yeah really with these plans we kind of look at a typically like a 30-year uh, time frame wow and so this, this this takes a long time to to grow and develop and and the plan really sets out the rules for what could happen not what's going to happen because of course all the land you know majority of the land is owned by private individuals and so it's really up to them what they want to do with their land and this just kind of sets out the the kind of framework for what they can do Absolutely. So is the plan in place? Is it still being worked on? What does that look like if people still have, you know, issues from within the community? 
Sure. So um, last week on Tuesday, it, it did receive first reading at council. So the next steps um, would be that the plan needs to be reviewed by the Calgary Metropolitan Region Board. Um, and that's a relatively new process, uh, but it's just a, a kind of regional oversight board that will look at the plan. Um, and then it would go back probably within a month or a couple months, I guess, to council uh, for second and third reading. And at that point, if council does uh, give it second and third reading, it would be bylaw. So essentially... Okay. When planners, um, when council is reviewing land use or development applications at that point, if the plan's adopted, they would use the plan to review those. A very ambitious, looking forward mm-hmm. to seeing how it changes our city and uh, you know makes it more usable and vibrant, I would like to think. Got to be optimistic about these things. Change is sometimes hard to accept, but <laughs> thank you so much for your time. We appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Thank you. It's Christine Candle-Brunen and Peter Shrivers, planners in the local area planning uh, for the city of Calgary.